This is Paul McGann, the eighth doctor. You're listening to Gallifrey Public Radio. Go and throw yourself under a bus. I didn't mean to say that. He told me to say that. This is Gallifrey Public Radio, a weekly podcast dedicated to positive enjoyment of Doctor Who. We travel through classic and new episodes, explore the extended universe, and play a few games from time to time. We do discuss news, content that has been officially released, and the occasional interesting rumor, but we'll warn you before anything considered spoilers comes up. Welcome to episode 496 of Gallifrey Public Radio, where if you act now, you'll get 25 minutes of bonus GPR content attached to this five minutes of introductory nonsense. I'm Jay. I'm Julie. And I'm Kier. This week, we wonder if the marketing department of the BBC might think of dipping not only into promoting Who merch, but scattering the show's characters across other products to stay in the public eye. Longtime fans might remember the days when actors from well-known programs would not only appear in various product advertisements, but would even allude to their notable characters as the reasons they endorse something. E.T. shilled for Reese's Pieces, Data from Star Trek appeared in a GE appliance ad, and David Hasselhoff promoted anything they'd put in front of him. It was a golden time. And with hundreds of characters to choose from in 60 years of Doctor Who, why not see which of our most, or least, enjoyable characters would dare put their face on screen or page to endorse something? I mean, who has time for pride and dignity when you've got capitalism to cradle? Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> So we came up with some examples. Uh, we each worked independently and collaborated just a bit to make sure we weren't stepping on each other's toes. And uh, we've got, we got some, I think we got some characters that might be able to come out strong for some various products, but, uh, but we've kept the products uh, hidden from one another for the sake of uh, entertainment gold. So <laughs> And capitalism. And capitalism. Thank right. You. So operators are standing by. Uh, Jay, who was the who was the first character you decided to put in front of a in front of a camera for product? When this topic first came up, the almost instant reaction I had was, I mean, it would make absolute perfect sense to have Rory pitching life insurance. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> I mean, who who knows better the the cost and toll that death takes on a person than somebody who does it once a week for like you know, a couple of years. Also to note the length of life insurance has, has a reference for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Literally. Take it from me, the person who is jacking up your premiums. Cause I'm cashing in every <laughs> second episode. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then live for how many years outside the Pandora? Oh box? yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. presumed dead too, so he probably wasn't paying his premiums during that time. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh man. What a sweet gig. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, who who'd you uh, who'd you come with for uh, for so, the first the box? Not the first thing that jumped into my mind because honestly that was our sample from last week. However, 
I believe that the Zygons would go in for promoting suction cups. Just generally? Any, any suction cup thing that you need to attach to your <laughs> shower wall, uh-huh. kitchen walls, anything oh. tile. Just super easy to promote that because they sort of look like them, but also they stick around. Wow. I could just see them holding up like infinite number of baby on board signs mm-hmm. to the inside of minivan windows. <laughs> yep. Also that windows, see, I, car windows. <laughs> I think they do uh, much better for like gyms or beauty products or something because they can be both the before and after almost <laughs> oh, instantaneously. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. That works. Cool. Well, I, I kept it kind of recent. Uh, maybe it was because it was top of mind just chronologically, but um but, you know, when I think about it, the demands of young professionals these days, uh, uh, the demands on them are extremely high and even higher for young families. So when you have to be on call to save a potentially uh, dissolving universe and you also have to be there for the moment that your little one needs snuggles and comforting, who else to endorse some sort of a transtemporal baby monitor than Vinder and Bell? <laughs> Very nice. I mean – they already got us with the Tamagotchi, and mm. now, you know, once uh, this miracle baby that has been doing a lot of traveling uh, is finally born, uh, yeah, you keep tabs on that tiny tot from uh, wherever you are in time and space. Do you find yourself often six galaxies away from your little one? Yeah. Never lose no, sight of when they're tra- down for a nap. <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> we promise we've not been contacted to actually sponsor this, but it's true. It really works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've got real life footage of them being that far away. And given the degree of communication that Belle was getting in utero from her child, this baby monitor is going to be like a constant FaceTime call. And the child's just going to be jabbering away. You know, it's only two months old and it's got a full vocabulary and <laughs> is explaining how they feel about existential crises and things. It's awesome. Nice. I'd buy that. Yeah. So Jay, who else did you think of when you when you thought of product endorsement? Therapy has been a, a big deal uh, recently. You know, a lot of people have discovered the the need for it and the benefits that it can provide. And you know, trying to tap into that innate empathy that everyone needs to have towards their their fellow beings, I think the twelfth doctor would be a great person to, to be like, hey, you need to learn how to care about people. Ooh. <laughs> Is this like one of those telemed things gone horribly, horribly wrong? <laughs> no, it's the app version that you can just call into and uh, it's right there. I don't understand. He keeps hanging up on me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. You know what? It might be worth the experience. I, I, I think I probably, yeah, I tap into that. So, Julie, who else did you have on your uh, on your commercial endorsement list? I went with a little bit of low-hanging fruit, but I feel like it must be included. I would like to see sports athletes playing with the ace baseball bat. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's been broken in. Um, <laughs> it's seen a lot of miles. I mean, it's seasoned. Don't they talk about, you know, like, you got to work in a baseball glove, right? You got to work in your cleats for uh, for sports when you're on your feet a lot. I mean, these things have to be have to be prepared. They got to be they got to be loved in to know that they're ready to go. You can't just grab something off the rack and you know and excel at your sport. And even if it's mass produced, as long as it's got the same look and you just put a few correctly placed divots or chunks out, I mm-hmm. think it, 
you can sell them as originals. There's enough screen time to prove yeah, it's yeah. been used. Uh-huh, yeah, some uh, some dyn- dynamite soot. <laughs> Every single one is stress tested against a uh, Dalek cranium. Exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Man. yeah. And yeah, and and just think about the uh, uh, the the value of a product like that. I mean, you put that signature on it. I'm gonna be. Well, who is this? Jackie Robinson. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got Dorothy from Swansea. The promotional thing that you could also do with them is like the first ten sold come with bomber jacket. Oh, oh yeah. You gotta have the whole. You gotta have the whole look. That's that's your that's your that's your track jacket. That's your warm up jacket that you yes. come out on the on the pitch with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Yep. All right. Well. All right. Where do I order? <laughs> so, so hey, you two. Hey, hey, you two. You're 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 go getters and trendsetters. Yep. You know, and you're busy sure. folks on the go. Even if your go is just from mm-hmm. you know the bedroom to the shower to your home office for Don't the day. Don't judge me. Yeah. No. But but you're working hard. <laughs> so you know we all we all understand the advantages of subscription services. For various things, whether it's our entertainment, whether it's, you know, for various things that can just make our lives a little bit easier. Um, so and when it comes to things like curated selections that cater to our personal tastes, those are even better because it takes what we already enjoy and then occasionally introduces us to something new and even more, right? Sort of broadens our horizons while keeping us in the area where we feel safe and comfortable and saving us time and effort. So who else would be able to send you monthly outfits that are sure to stand out, really stand out, in any social situation than getting a dandygram as endorsed by the third doctor. You'll have any selection of capes, weird frilly shirts, really pointy boot shoes. I mean, this, I can't wait for my bi-monthly packages to arrive. <laughs> I'd wear that. Yeah, everyone yeah. would. I don't think there's anyone who, in this day and age, wouldn't at least at some point want to rock a velvet cape. Yeah. Uh, wigs uh, are an option. There's an optional yeah. add-on for wigs. I mean, heck, I'd, I'd wear that to the grocery store. Why not? Yeah. I mean, you're going to be unforgettable. You're going to be absolutely unforgettable with a dandygram. Yeah. They do pr- also practically sell themselves. They do. Yeah. And they won't leave. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the recently there's been a lot of huge claims made by car companies and uh you know the car manufacturers saying that you know their trucks can hold up to this and they can do all of these things and i want somebody that understands what a truck needs to be capable of that's why i will only buy my big yellow trucks from rose tyler she knows what it takes to crack open the heart of the universe to save the the world I mean, I'm I'm not going to go and buy a Ford Ranger unless you know Rose Tyler tells me this thing can save the world. That's true. That's true. Absolutely valid statement. And and, and you know, and there's enough uh, archival footage that you can watch it in action just to know. I mean, you can attest to uh, uh, to exactly what it's capable of. Yeah. In a similar vein, I would also like to make sure that any bicycle purchases of mine are road tested and have survived any dense dings crashes and then ride far so i would like to purchase mine from a1 ryan sinclair yeah has promoted the bicycle that he has tested himself to make sure that it can handle the stressors of learning how to ride and still carry you through once you've learned yeah yeah each one has been personally thrown down a hillside indeed yeah (laughs) and then picked back up and dusted off and sold to you yes 
And thrown into a tree. It comes with the <laughs> dust and tree leaves to prove Fantastic. that it is an original, but it has no dents or dings. Yep. Blood, sweat, and tears also included. <laughs> yes. Nice. So I'd like you both to picture the, the mist rolling down the Scottish Highlands. Okay, little patches of snow clinging to verdant hillsides. Uh, and the camera sort of glides over fields of heather uh, as it comes across a circle of, of uh, roughly uh, hewn stone plinths where there's a young Scotsman there down on one knee rubbing lotion furiously into his flaky legs. See, the weather in Scotland can be really harsh on exposed skin, and no one's going to understand that better than Jamie McCrimmon. So he's going to be able to tell you that for Vaseline intensive care, that's one of the best things to do to protect yourself against flaking and cracking when your knees go all knobby. So I think that's a, that's a ringing endorsement and, and one that I personally, as a kilt wearer, would stand by. You know, I already own some of that lotion and I want to go buy more. Yes. Right? Because of right. this advertisement. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> in, in special uh, tartan collector's bottles, too. Yes. You could put a little kilt on the bottle. I think I have a project. I've got to go. I'll okay. be back next week. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Did you have anybody else on your uh, uh, on your honorable mentions roster, Jay? Yeah, you, you often have those celebrities that um, become so tied to what it is that they're endorsing that you – you can't really remember what the product was. You just remember the the ads themselves. I mean, think you know Sarah McLaughlin and and Sad Dogs. I don't know what I was supposed to be supporting there, but I remember the Sad Dogs and the Sarah McLaughlin song. I I don't know what it you know, was. It testing supplies or a medication? But man, anytime I see Wilford Brimley's face, I know about diabetes. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I think the the next uh, the next celebrity endorsement there is. Whether it's a medication or treatment or something like that, there is going to be no name closer tied to Alzheimer's than Donna Noble. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to see that one road tested uh, in just a couple of months, I think, and see whether or not they made it through clinical trials. <laughs> <laughs> so good. If your memory loss lasts for more than uh, 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 10 it, seasons. That's where it cuts and she just wanders doctor. off. If your memory loss lasts for, hmm, that's it. <laughs> Call your doctor. Doctor? Jokes. Doctor? Yeah. Oh, skinny man. Right. <laughs> nice. Well, I'll keep it in the family because the last one that I came up with is when I am cold and my head needs warmth, I would like a wolf-sponsored beanie. Yeah. I feel like you could start with the red, but then you could branch out into other colors, and they would all look good on him and any one of you. Right, right. If you wanted the antlers on or off in a hurry, would the antlers actually be attached to the hat, or would it just be done the usual way of putting the, the little headband I over believe the that there would be a stitched seam where you could slide in the <gasps> antlers. Nice. That way... They stay firm without having to clamp your head too much, and it's it's got you know like a two inch channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then you can swap them out if you want a big rack. You want to be like a like a twelve pointer, <laughs> yeah. or anything else. If you need beer can holders, oh, if you need sure, sure. Uh, bealy boppers for different holidays, <laughs> oh, yeah. fully another, another alien all the invasion. seasons. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. got to greet the aliens with the bealy boppers on your head. Yep. 
so that they know what time of year it is when they land. Sure. Because you're wearing your beanie all year round, regardless of weather now, because you paid for it. Yeah. Well, the last one I thought of sort of occurred to me. It was one of those like middle of the night woke up things, and it was probably because of the dog. Um, I, I don't know what kind of faith or, or stock I put in invisible fences, but um, I think there's going to come a point where we're going to hear from Carvinista talking about the usefulness of putting invisible fences uh, and shock collars on your human to keep them from wandering too far <laughs> from where you were told to keep them in the first freaking place, but they keep wandering off. Yep. So yeah, uh, inverse invisible fences. If uh, if there's a phrase that can become up that can work for that one, that it'll you know, for all intents and purposes, just keep your damn human at home, mm-hmm. protect your pack, watch your nice. back. There you go, tagline <laughs> right there. All right, dang, sold cash money, fat chicken yo. <laughs> I'm sure there are others. Uh, I'm sure there are uh, uh, hanging fruit of various. <laughs> Distances off the ground. Uh, yeah. That, uh, more than willing. But please share them with us. Uh, we would love to build a battery of these oh, yeah. things. We'd love to hear what you all have for sure. Because I know I'd barely scratch the surface and I know there's a lot of fodder out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fireplace repair uh, from Mr. Smith. That could be useful. Yeah. Oh, all kinds of things. First thing we got here is just for fun, um, but it's like one of those things where we are so close now to the uh, impending specials that uh, any little statement about a descriptor or little element is is just fun to 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 anticipate. Uh, and instead of hearing, we've been hearing a lot from Catherine Tate, you know, talking about her eagerness to to be back in the universe and tenants talking up a storm because he loves to. He's actually reveling in this. He's he's so thrilled uh, to be doing this for one victory lap. He's he's been referring to it. That it's nice to hear from some of the other cast members that are going to be involved in the specials. And Yasmin Finney was uh, asked in the midst of an interview about uh, her take on you know, the 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 specials themselves. Uh, and her role in it, playing uh, the uh, also conveniently named Rose Tyler, yet to be determined exactly what that's all about. But uh, yeah, she threw out a very specific term that the uh, press is is pondering a little bit, and it's 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 a fun little thought experiment, saying that it's going to be a bit of a throwback. Uh, on the surface, that could just mean yeah, it's it's Ten and Donna. That's a throwback. Or is there something else to this stylistically? that we're supposed to be anticipating. Um, but that's, that's for you all to decide. Any thoughts on that? I, I don't know. I mean, it's throwback could very easily be like, Hey, there's, there's old stuff coming back because RTD loves to do that kind of thing. You know, it, mm-hmm. it could be hinting at something we have yet to see brought forward to the, to new who, uh, I mean, that's kind mm-hmm. of where my mind goes to, but it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, it could be anything. I agree. I think there's a couple different ways you can take that. One is even a throwback to a few years ago is still technically a throwback. So it could just be a reference to the Tenant era, seeing he and Donna together. But you can also do... We know that there are going to be some more classic villains and reoccurrences. So that in and of itself, which we know, those are also throwbacks. So I get the feeling, though, with something like this, it might be a little bit more, but... 
I, I think that if these are the types of messages that we're getting out of it, I think it's to throw us off mm. and try to keep everyone interested in talking about it. So I'm excited for that. There's also just the the fact that, and this this hurts when you think about it, Yasmin Finney is 19 years old. I wasn't going to bring it up, but also she's very young, so yeah, everything so feels throwback <laughs> Like, oh, a throwback. God, I was just... A, I was a zygote at the time the show was around. Like, oh, okay. Meanwhile, we're dropping product endorsement references to characters from the 1970s. and I think that it's going to be a whole range. And I think that it's fun for someone who's obviously newer to the show. Grown like, up with the modern era, literally. So, yeah. yeah. So for her, it's got to, it could be that whole scope of yeah. throwback. But what is truly a throwback in my estimation, <laughs> from, from from my decade, uh, is seeing Mel, not just in what we got in uh, in the last special that we were handed, but actually seeing Bonnie Langford's character return to the series proper, the, the 14th series that's going to be that's in development. So sharing screen time with Shudi and, uh, and Millie. We were hoping something like this would come out of it. We remember we said either we want a spinoff of all of them, the doctor's friends, or we want someone to make it onto the set for a longer run. Yeah. So if this is where we're starting and then we get the spinoff, totally fine with that. I'm excited just to see more of the recognition of what has come previously. Um, Yeah. Like I I like the little like one-off references that it's like, if you know, you know, but this really does start to drive that like, Hey, you, there's a lot more of the show previously that, that you can explore. And yeah, because the, the, the little, like, it's like, oh, I, I made a nod to something like that. It's fun for those of us that get it, but it doesn't really make anybody want to go back and see like this, right. this kind of thing really would draw somebody into the classics. Yeah. We've discussed that. I don't, I don't know how many times when, when there are, and a lot of it did uh, emerge from Russell's uh, original tenure um, of, of wanting to to remind the audience, uh, both familiar and unfamiliar viewers, that this is resting on a lot of canon and lore that is there to be experienced and explored, and and hopefully as you know uh, availability for the to the content and things, it's right there within your reach. Um, so I'm super thrilled to see that it's it's more than just a name check it's more than just a walk on it's more than just a you know a little easter egg or a little hidden gem that it's something where granted as we will find in our classic rewatch mel's screen run on first pass with the sixth doctor wasn't terribly uh, extensive you know or well six into into seven so this is this is a great opportunity for us to see, uh, again, carried out something that we'd love to see happen in Big Finish, which is where a character that we thought we had, we got you know a decent feel for in, in their screen run gets a chance to play more with the character and progress the character chronologically, age the character 10, 20, however many years, and really, really add some fascinating depth and complexity to them. So we've had that opportunity with, with Bonnie in some Big Finish audio, but a very small percentage of the of the viewing audience is ever going to have that kind of opportunity. So this is great. Do you think having characters like Ace and 
Tegan? Tegan, come back, set the stage for things like this, for longer runs? Yeah, I, I would say the, the reception that they got was uh, just made it that much more apparent that this sort of thing is not only um, uh, successful, but desirable. You know, it's something that you see the the trending research, as Jay, as you just alluded to, you know, younger viewers or, or more unfamiliar viewers that start spiraling out and trying to find out, well, you know, what's this all about? What's the backstory? What do those references mean? Why, why did they share that look when they referred to this place or this event? And they have an opportunity to be able to, to start seeking those things out on their own. Um, and I think it gives a fuller appreciation to the, to the pantheon uh, as well as the longevity of the show. So... It, it, that's a, it's a rising tide on, on all counts. Yeah. Agreed. Well, next time when we come back, we are going to be getting back into our classic rewatch with the Attack of the Cybermen. Yeah. I'm looking over on my wall here and I've got my my little uh, Doctor Who dollies of Perry and one of the distressed, um, rather sickly Cybermen. And I'm eager to get back into this story. So. Ooh, they can watch with us. Yes, they can. Uh, but I'm not taking them out of the package because <laughs> they're new in the box. <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode 496 of Gallifrey Public Radio. Until next time, this is Jay saying, I'm going to go and get some of that that pizza that Mickey Smith was talking about. The, the ah. Pete, Pete pizza. <laughs> and this is Kier saying, but wait, there's more. But actually, there isn't. <laughs> this is Julie saying, I got one more and it is a throwback. I want an ood to sell Rubik's Cubes. Just keep offering them to you. Solve this. Solve this. Yep. Solve <laughs> nice. We'll see you next time. Z. Cheers. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Gallifrey Public Radio. Want to keep the conversation going? You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or just send us a good old-fashioned email to feedback at gallifreypublicradio.com. You can also give us a phone call at 754-225-5477. That's 754-CALL-GPR, and you may hear your voice on a future episode of the show. Everything's got to end sometime, otherwise nothing would ever get started. Join us next week for a brand new episode. Jacob Hansen. Gallifrey Public Radio is copyright 2023. We'll see you next time.